Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. This podcast is now brought to you by Bracken.Design, an assets company that are now giving Creative Waffle listeners 20% off if you use code WAFFLE20 at checkout. With Bracken, there's no limited PSD templates or Photoshop actions that will rasterize your type. This means that they're really easy to use and they can give your work that little extra edge, especially when you're creating sports graphics, textures are absolutely key and using premium textures can really set you apart. So there's a link down in the description below. And if you use WAFFLE20 at checkout, then you'll get 20% off. Please do go and check them out. They're well worth using in your work. And with that 20% discount, they're absolute steal. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Is the podcast. Well, I, I guess we'll do a bit of an introduction, like who are you, and uh, yeah, just tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, my name is um, Zem Clark. I would like to say, actually, at the moment, I feel like I'm a, a creative individual. Well, I love obviously, um, I do like illustration and graphic design, um, and uh, yeah, I was literally like, I started off. I started off loving, before I started off loving art since I was like young and I literally just carried that on throughout the entire life. Like if you have something that you're like so passionate and strong about, I always feel like you should literally just work on that um, one thing and just literally progress and be stronger at that. So yeah, from like the age of like eight going upwards, I was in love with art and I went to like obviously um, secondary from, I even knew from second I only had one GCSE, which was art. So I was like, boy, yeah, I should just stay with that. And then from college and then uni, I studied. I didn't know what graphic design or like digital art at the time in graph. I mean, in college. So I literally like dibble dabbled into that. And then from like uni, I studied graphic design for like four years. And um, from there, graduated. And then, like, ever since then, I've just literally been self-employed, been freelancing um, since then, so... Nice. Uh, yeah. Well, well, a couple of questions before we get into, like, your, your story and how you got, how you got mm. into design. Like, mm. So, whereabouts in London are you? So, I am... I'm going to say Wembley. I'm from Wembley, near Wembley nice. side. Yeah. Um. Well, like, yeah, from Wembley side, so, like, H.A., um... NW, so it's literally not far. I say I'm Wembley, but I'm from literally um, a place like where no one don't don't know. But I always say um, Wembley because it's like a trademark, so it's like 20 mm. minutes away um, from from there, which is literally like yeah, it's a nice scenery, it's very like nice, um, diverse, and obviously like if you want to go to football games, it's literally just a road <laughs> away. So you know, um, yeah. yeah. Well, who, who do you support? Because I was trying to work it out from Instagram. I feel like you support Liverpool, <laughs> but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Support Liverpool. I literally, like, support Liverpool. Um, I've literally supported Liverpool, like, since young. Like, my family, my dad's, like, a Chelsea fan. My brother's, like, a uh, Arsenal fan. And my younger brother's, like, a Man United supporter. But I literally, at the time, like, when I was young, I didn't even know much about football. I loved I loved playing, like, I loved playing football, but I didn't know about clubs. I didn't really find watching football because it was, like, boring when I was young. I just wanted yeah, yeah. to play. Um, but funny story, the reason why I'm a Liverpool supporter is because um, after, like, primary school, we had this, like, um, after-school club. 
also then my teacher would be like if you wanted to have tea time first you have to put your hand up first and um to go wash your hands and what and what forth and so then um he I remember he was like oh if you're a Liverpool supporter put your hand up didn't know who Liverpool was or whatever I I all I know I was hungry and I wanted to wash my hands first so I can get food first and so from there I literally put my hand up ran wash my hands and came back and then ever since then when anyone asked me if you're, if I'm a Liverpool fan I was like yeah I'm a Liverpool fan just from there so <laughs> it's literally a weird story but it's not like how like yeah my family was uh supported that team so I'm gonna support that team but no it was weird it was yeah weird. what what does the rest of your family think obviously you see dad's a Chelsea fan how, that must be yeah. hard for him <laughs> my dad <laughs> yeah yeah he, to be honest like at first he was like what like, a ch- yeah. like you're from you're from literally London what do you mean like a a Liverpool fan yeah <laughs> I could have I could have been <laughs> but at that time like, I didn't to be honest I didn't even know when I was young I did not know about football clubs and all I know yeah my dad was a Chelsea fan but I thought they look rubbish like the colours of their kits <laughs> is blue it's like that's not really my favourite colour and it was just like like the um the players they just looked a bit boring and then from there but yeah my dad was yeah it's like you should be a Chelsea fan you're from London why are you not this but it's like it's your choice at the end of the day so you could do called, uh, whatever did you just call Drogba boring I think you did <laughs> well, <laughs> that's at the, the time, right time I, right <laughs> well at the time so this is like I would I supported Liverpool when I was in primary so r- roughly around about eight and uh, Drogba was it there them times or was he he probably was but I just remember him being a diver when he first came <laughs> he just sense. literally dived if you yeah. touch him he would literally be dramatic like he's but obviously like growing up growing up like watching Drogba like yeah he, he's a fantastic player um yeah but yeah what about you? What's um, who do you support? I'm a Liverpool fan. I'm a Liverpool fan. Oh. Uh, so so that's it. good uh, for the yeah. podcast. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's not going too well this season, is it? Oh no, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it is not. I was messaging my friend yesterday and trying to think of the, all the reasons, like why why we're shit this year. But um, mm. uh, is a, a few I've come up with, like obviously injuries, uh, hangover from last season, being so many games. Yeah. Um, mm. there's a lot of the thing for me as well there's a lot of uh, a lot of new players that haven't bedded in yet I mean they haven't found out Klopp's system I'm not sure if he's if Klopp's continuing the press system mm-hmm. um, so yeah I don't know it's just it's a very strange time I think maybe we need to switch out some of the more of the older players to get yeah. a completely fresh team because it's hard to motivate them maybe I don't know I'm, I'm not a football manager but that's <laughs> if it, if if I was managing Liverpool on FIFA football manager, definitely I would get rid of all the old players, get some loanies or free agents or whatever, <laughs> and bring them in. Cause yeah, it's I, I I honestly when people ask me as well, it's like what's going on? I was like you know what I don't know. Everyone always says that word. We're going through a transition, which we can't even get players at the moment. I have no idea, and I've literally been. Following like um, Liverpool fans fans account on Instagram, mm. and there's a lot of like FSG and all of that. So I'm like, oh, I don't know, but hopefully I'm just fingers crossed 
things can change after this yeah. after the Wolves game. Uh, we got Real Madrid sued, so oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Just take it one day it. at a time. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be redemption. Could be redemption, but I'm again. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. It was painful. I was, I was at the Champions League final. That's when I worked for Liverpool at that time. Um, oh, nice. And it, um, yeah, it, it was it was a hard night. Uh, on the cold streets of Paris, but uh, mm. yeah. Um, so I, I'd love it. I'd love it if we beat them, but I don't. I can't see it happening. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you um, think we? Do you think we'd be in um, Champions League this nah, season? Nah. No. <laughs> You're the first. <laughs> You're the first person that's actually told me, like, straightforward, no. People's like, well, maybe. I was like, yeah. Everyone's I too strong. So. Everyone's <laughs> too strong. Like, let's have a look at the, like, quickly look at the Premier League. Mm. Who's there? Who's at the top? Obviously, Arsenal. They lost this weekend, yeah. but they're going to win the league for me. Man City will finish second. Man United will finish third. And then it's between Newcastle, Tottenham. I mean, Brighton and Brentford are up there, but probably mm. not. So Newcastle, Tottenham for fourth. I can't <laughs> see Liverpool. I can't see them yeah. dropping enough points for Liverpool to get up there. And then if they do, then you've got Chelsea trying to do the same thing. Um, mm. Ah, nah, nah, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> not even, not even, not even Europa or Conference. I, I would love to win the Conference League next year. It would be so fun. <laughs> If you, so my philosophy is, if you're in a competition, you got to try and win it, no matter what it is. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd have to win that and just an extra trophy to our to our bag, but um, it's not happening. Yeah. I, I really can't see it. I think keep Klopp for another year, keep like keep him in, get mm. five, six new players next year. Really mm. try and work on the injuries, get the injuries back in, injured players back in, yeah. and then see where we're at in the summer, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just more of a rebuild. Even I was hoping that we could like sign a few players. Like even in January, like okay, Gekpo. I was surprised with that because <clears throat> I was like, oh okay, like we're getting another winger. Um, but obviously there was when um who was who got injured. I think when it was like Darwin Nunes, like a little scare. So it was like okay, we need to obviously bring in like a striker or a winger, mm. but. I was thinking strongly more like midfields and then I'm seeing that there was like, I was like always feeling that there's other players out there on the transfer market and we can't even get them. We're Liverpool, like, hello, like, how could we couldn't get um Isco, like, from Real Madrid? Like, he's a free agent, like, these yeah, are top class players. I'm like, yeah, what the hell? And it, it just, sometimes it blows my mind when I'm seeing like, even like, um, I watched the Arsenal game against Everton. I was like, how cause we couldn't get this player, oh Nana? Cause he is like, he is actually so good. It's like, how is Everton getting these players and we can't like? But I feel like, yeah, I feel like Klopp's more with the youngsters though. Like, he wants to develop them and put them in their size. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I, I, I mean, there's obviously the main guys at Liverpool who were doing the transfers have left, haven't they? So Michael Edwards and. Mm. Um, I can't remember the other bloke's name, but they they both left and and yeah. seems to be a bit uh, like everything's grinded to a halt since they left, like transfer wise. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're saving up for Jude Bellingham. Oh my gosh! I do you know what? To be honest, yeah, I really want people to prove me wrong, but I just can't see it happening. <laughs> I just can't see it happening. There's just so much 
Rumours. I always mm. always hear Drew Bellman to Liverpool. Drew Bellman. The more I see it, the more it's just not believable. Because I know for a fact, when it comes to the summer, there's going to be a team that's going to snatch him up straight away. He would literally yeah. have the right money. Dortmund was like, say, like, Dortmund wants 160. Liverpool is not going to pay that price. Or, yeah. well, not 160, that's a bit too much more, maybe. But Liverpool is not going to pay that price. They're very, like, they're very, like, keen on, they're very, like, um, with their with their transfer as well. Yeah. Just, like, they don't gone beyond the price. Well, with Darwin Nunes, I was literally like, wow, 85. Like, wow, maybe we can get Jude Bellingham, but... Yeah, I can't see it happening to be honest. But I know I even literally want to be part of like rumor has it that Drew Bellingham's coming. I even literally, I even done a piece of it just That's like not. just to get my hopes yeah. up. But I just can't see it happening. But I just jumped on the bandwagon because everyone's doing it, so I was like, I might as well because that's a dream. But yeah, I can't see it happen. Do you think it's gonna happen? <sighs> I think I'm a bit like you. I think the more I see the rumours and the more people talk about it, the more likely it's mm. not going to happen. I think there's something about that. There's definitely some sort of superstition or, like, oh, just City will come and buy him or, like, yeah. Newcastle. Like, who knows? Newcastle would have got all the money mm. now. Chelsea will throw money at everything. So. Yeah. Maybe Newcastle might get Mbappe, so... <laughs> see, we wanted Mbappe. Like, all these rumours that I do not trust it. I hate rumours... It's nice to see it, but I just hate it because they never come true. It's like... Did you see that video of, of Mbappe on the plane playing football manager? No, nah, I and didn't like, see it. They were playing... I can't remember if Mbappe was playing as Newcastle or like or like Neymar was playing football manager or so, someone was next to Mbappe playing football manager mm. as Newcastle. And like Mbappe was like, who's Newcastle? He's like, didn't, never, never heard of them. <laughs> I have to send you the video. I, I've actually butchered uh, that. But yeah, please yeah, do. You've never heard of, never heard of uh, Newcastle. <laughs> But anyway, um, I like that you're repping the round as well. So my, so I've been trying to come up with uh, a good signature um, mm. for myself, and I can't do it. I haven't got a good signature. How have you come up with one that you're, you're happy with and you put on a cap and put on a jumper? Oh, well, do you know what? I've done this, like the signature, i literally done it in uni, to be honest. I, I was just literally just playing around, and at the time, I see, like, because I was literally, like, starting off, starting off my own thing and I was literally just like getting ideas and stuff and then I see like a lot of um artists like would do like their signature and stuff like at um at the end of the corner or like when they finish their piece mm. and do like a signature I was like oh that would be that would be cool whatever so I literally just like done it there and then ever since like I've just actually just just kept to it until I feel like oh it's boring now I'm gonna try and find uh, another thing um so yeah it was literally just just literally playing around when I was in uni because at uni um there was like literally three categories you've done like typography um uh business like identity uh, which is like logos um typeface mm. all of that such letterheads and then the the um third thing was literally like a um what was the third thing? I think it was like more designing process, like on um like uh Photoshop and how to solve certain techniques and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, the the identity of literally like having like um my signature is literally like from uni and then from there, um I've literally just put it on everything. But 
I do want to get, to be honest, I do want to do something new, to be honest, so hopefully. Um, but yeah, it's just literally just putting my brand out there, I guess, um, just to know people who I am and literally because I feel like if you're, you're you are literally like your own brand, so you've got to literally like um, promote yourself um, mm. way forward. So I always feel like, yeah, you always have to have like a signature on your own brand and to get out there um thing as well and yeah there's nothing I feel like there's nothing wrong I don't feel like it's very like cocky or like wearing your own stuff and stuff like that if you feel comfortable with it and if you mean the business then you know <laughs> do by do do what you gotta do do what you want because at the end of the day people would love you of who you are and who you are as a person mm. um nice. so yeah yeah like what about that. you do you do you like um have any like signatures or? Uh, I've got a signature that I've. Answer. Yeah, I've got a signature that I, 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 I put it on stuff in the past. Or like, I'm just, I just mm. never happy with it. That's the thing. I, I was reading a book. Yeah. Um, I was reading a book by an ex Nike CEO called Emotion by Design. Uh, mm. Not seeing it. Not Nike CEO. Like um, Nike creative director. Um, and he was talking about that like, every signature being. Uh, its own thing and it's, it's mm. uh, like you're saying like personal brand and, and it's mm. really important and mm. um i was thinking I, might, I need my signature to be to be tip top i need it to be like the best the best thing and like i'm happy with it and i can do it comfortably and i'm just having come up with one that i'm really comfortable with uh yeah i've sort of got one but it's easy to copy so it's like ah it's not really good for legal stuff yeah uh, but hey we'll, we'll we'll see um yeah. I need to look. I, I love uh, when you look at like old like nineteen thirties autographs, like from sports mm-hmm. from sports players. Now they mm. they the way they write the names is just incredible. And it's, um, yeah, it's like so really fancy, isn't it? It's just, yeah, yeah. The calligraphy, it's like yeah, it's like wow, yeah. It's very yeah. like fancy and yeah. It's just literally like so um, authentic. Like it's just literally like so like class. Like you won't see that mm. now, to be honest. Unless you're literally um like um um studying like calligraphy and whatever, because most of it is like digital, but there is certain people do it, like manually. I love to write with pen and stuff like that. That's that is one thing that I think has gone out the window or like we've completely lost over time. Uh, is handwriting. Like I, I think mm. people's handwriting has gone downhill so much since. Computers <laughs> <came in. laughs> no, it is. You are you are right. You are literally right. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. maths, I guess math skills as well. God, maths is awful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Let's know if any designers Yeah, I don't know if any designers <laughs> that got good maths. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll create. I'll, eventually, I'll create a good one. I'll try and look at some some old athletes yeah. autographs and try and create a good one. Because I'd like it to be sort mm. of representative of of sports and like my personality as well. So mm. have to see, have to see. But um, but yeah, yeah. What you need to go to? So I went to University of Creative Arts, UCA. Yeah, that's sweet. up in Epsom. I think is it Surrey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Epsom. Because you do yeah. you you um you work for like Surrey Cricket. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, do I'm work, actually yeah. I'm actually from near Epsom originally. Um, from oh, nice. London. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's a nice part of the world. Um, yeah, it's very so, quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it is very quiet. It's like a a quiet. I feel like it's just a quiet residential area. You can't make noise. If you make noise, <laughs> you, you might get looked different. But it's yeah. it's all good. <laughs> it's all yeah, good. Yeah, uh, 
that, that is similar. I mean, the only thing in Epsom really is, is the university and the race course, like Sandown Race yeah. Course. Yeah. Oh it. my god. This is literally yeah. Yeah. Literally. But, uh, so so yeah. So I'm actually doing a course at University of Creative Arts London. Um, at the Saint, I think it's St Martin's. Uh, in a- April, doing creative director course. Um, Ooh. I don't know if it's is that the same university. No, so you said, did you say St. Martin's? Yeah, is that Creative Arts, London? No, so that one is University, yeah, UAL, Ah. UAL, yeah, University Arts London. This one's like different, so this is University of Creative Arts, um, Ah. but yeah, UAL is like one of the top um, art art schools, like art universities, so yeah, that's literally... That's gonna be quality, cause I want I literally want I nah I wanted to go to um UAL but um obviously selling graphic design, their branch was what was it? I think their branch was in Elephant and Castle. I think it was yeah, like UAL yeah, yeah. communication, yeah. So that Saint Martin's I know like when I wanted to yeah go to UAL I think the Saint Martin's one was like mainly like fashion, obviously mm. things can change now so. I don't know. But that was literally one of my options to actually um, pick to go to um, uni as well, well. If you want to pay a lot of money to do a course for four days and you can get a get a qualification oh at God. University of Arts. <laughs> 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 like that's the thing with these universities. Like you can just like do a short course and you have that on your CV. That's basically what, mm. that's what my thinking is. If you've got that logo on your CV, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Same with jobs. Same sort of thing works with jobs, and like, and it does work in in freelance work, work the work as well. Like you've you've done work with Chelsea and Sky Sports, and mm-hmm. like other companies will see that and be like, ah, oh, we should get them involved involved as well. Um, so yeah, no, it's a good, uh, definitely a good good uh, route to follow. But um, but yeah, let's talk let's talk a bit about your work, I guess. Uh, I guess well first, so I was reading an article about you, and they were saying you said you did a a Sky Sports placement program. Um, what was that about and and how did you get involved in that uh yeah it was actually a women's women's in football program uh, before actually i literally someone i can't remember who but someone emailed it to me and at the time i was actually like i was i was looking i was like work i was literally looking for like a job involving um graphics and illustration and uh yeah so I was like looking and then I just literally got an email someone emailed me popped up as like oh there's a um there's literally a program a women's in football um program where it's just literally a um to 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 like study more like um football within that like, football like the sports industry um in football like broadcasting and doing that journalism and stuff and at the time um I wasn't really like um too sure because I literally knew what I wanted to do I wanted to do like illustration I wanted to do like um graphic design I wanted to design more and I didn't think that would literally like help me um at all but then I don't know I think something just hit me as like you never know it's just literally this is it's still within sports you love football so I might as well just like see um how it goes if I get in um so yeah the, it was a women's in football and um it was literally just uh a thing where like um you just um 
yeah, you work inside football, see how like how things in Sky Sports is. So I was doing like broadcasting, how people did in the um OB, how they actually um work in um Sky Sports, what they do around, what's the atmosphere like, what's how it is um working in that environment as as well, which was literally like kind of cool. I spent like I spent a few I spent like a I think it was I spent three months um working in that program so I was like from Monday to like Monday to um Friday or sometimes it was like Monday throughout the whole seven days to Sunday um we would do like um soccer soccer Saturdays mm. um help with like being a um a junior assistant or like a runner uh helping um the presenters knew whatever they needed um on the actual day if they needed to like photocopy something or whatever or help them if they needed tea or whatever that that was literally like basically it but also it was just a thing where like you literally study what they actually do at the same time so it'd be like behind behind the cameras like there's literally a lot going on um so yeah we done like I was in like soccer Saturday with Jeff Sterling I was like oh my gosh that's the guy that's like does the um <laughs> soccer Saturdays and always tells us about the scores and then I will literally the Saturday after that I'll go on at soccer am and help out them then literally see the studio it was literally so crazy because it's like this is what I literally grew up um yeah. watching like day to day every weekend on um Sky Sports I would literally just watch them and it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm here. So yeah, that program was good. It lasted like three months before COVID hit. And then um from there they kinda um extended it because of um COVID. And there was it was literally such a cool project, um, a cool program that Women in Football has um done. There's literally like so many cool things, um the um company is literally doing for like women's football or even just like football um in general if you want to um get into um but uh yeah that program yeah so um but how so from women's in football that's how I literally got freelancer work from Sky Sports mm, um because at, at the time I was at the time I was doing certain things with like the social media and um the person that was literally like he was like my manager like my line manager at the time he was like oh yeah we're gonna take you to like different um departments um so yeah the soccer saturday the um, soccer am the social media team how they do things um how like the camera people how they do things and whatever and even from um Literally, we had to do what's it called? Um, is it final cut? I think yeah, final cut where you had to like cut down to create highlights, like two minute mm-hmm. highlights, and literally get all the videos and stuff, which was literally cool. It was literally like a good experience. Um, but from then it was a thing where, um, with the when I joined the um department for like the social media, it was literally like so cool because all of them they were like nice and stuff. And it was like you could learn a lot from um the 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 creators and designers there um as well. So it was actually yeah, it was a very good experience. But from then it was I was literally when everything when like my day was finished, I would still be like 
I'll still stay behind and do design work. Like, I didn't want to go home. Like, from there, I literally did not want to go because I felt like I love it so much, I didn't want to go home. And then there would be people who's like, you're still here. Like, shouldn't you be going home? I was like, yeah, I'm going home soon. But I ended up going home so late. But, um, yeah, that's how it literally, like, came about. It was literally, like, uh, I got an email and then just just thought, why not? Why? Let me just apply. I have nothing to lose. And then, yeah. It was a good that's experience. Right. Well, the stay at late stuff as well. It must have brought you some opportunities in the freelance work. You've obviously shown that you, that you work you work hard and, and want to yeah. you know, have a passion for it and want to do stuff. So that's good. Like that's yeah. that's something that I, I always think. Like when anyone ever asked me what's like like number one tip or like biggest advice is like work hard and like show that you're willing to willing yeah. to put the effort in. So like it's a huge uh, huge thing. It's also you paid rewards for yourself. Yeah, I always feel like. Even like, cause I feel like certain like certain companies say like um Sky Sports, it seems like it's hard to get your if you got your if you get your foot one foot through the door, it's like okay you're there you're there now, let's try and just work for it and just um if you're there just literally get all the like resources whatever you can or speak to anyone or whatever because you never know there might be an opportunity there's someone. That might just take you, um, whatever. Never, I feel like if it's like a company like Sky Sports or I don't know, like BT Sports, if it's like if you're passionate about like football or sports and you got one foot through the door, try and just speak to like so many people mm. and be be nice, be friendly, just like who you are and then tell, yeah, my name, you know, my name's such and such. I like to, I like your work. I love to know, like, if there's any opportunities or whatever, just literally, just put everything out there, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, being yeah. curious and asking questions, like, huge as well. Yeah, even, even um, I remember when um, in the um, the programme, the woman in football, um, Alex Scott was actually, she was a presenter for Goals on Sunday, and it was literally like my last my actual last day and it was yeah it was my last day and I was like I need to get something out of my chest because if I don't it's gonna just keep I was like I'm not gonna see this person again and then I was like it was literally like boiling boiling inside I was like you know what I'm gonna get a chance I can't just go like this I'm gonna talk to her and just say like oh like you're literally like one of my biggest inspiration because I was literally like I played football football didn't go well and then like I did I just didn't know how to how to have like another uh, how to literally involve football and sports I mean football and um like graphics in like mm. together and then literally I remember like watching her she was doing like the the BBC like World Cup at the time and I was like wow like she is so good with like presenting like I know she knows her football because she plays it but she is like so good so it's like there's always there's always something out there if you can't like if he if football is not a physical thing for you there's always something involving football that you can actually do so I literally told her like yeah you're a biggest inspiration you still let me you literally let me know how to literally like even though there's even though um football like if you can't play it there's still things you can do within football um bring bring in your talent or whatever so I was like I had to get out of my chest and then yeah from there 
It was literally, literally like being all good. It's all good. How did she take face. that? She was like, she's such a nice person. She was like, oh, I was like, oh, thank you. It's like, yeah, it was. He's like, oh, thank you. Like I've seen um, and then from there it was like I remember like we kept in touch during COVID because when COVID came, she was doing a um, she was literally like doing a um, a guest appearance. What was it called? I think her label. I think her show was called like Scotty Talks. Mm. Which was this, like a FaceTime, like like this, like a Zoom call, and then she just wanted me to create like art covers when she has a next episode out and stuff. Which is literally like yeah, it was a cool experience. It was like even from that, she like she she literally trusts me and to do like work for her and stuff like that, which was like kind of cool. And then I got out, I got something out of it. I didn't really expect anything like that. I just wanted to tell her like I love what you're doing. I watched you plays when I was young and yeah, but from there now it was good. She's yeah, she's such a cool person, like she's yeah, very she good. She comes across like really, really nice on T V. Like it's a bit like similar to Ian Wright, right? They, they both they both come across so nicely on T V. Like mm, and Ian Wright yeah. I can uh, attest to that. Like yeah, I met him uh, when I was lucky enough to do the Liverpool, Liverpool hospitality and he was there just mm. just having like loads of I don't know if it was with friends or like I like, brought this big entourage in and just had sat down and like, just taking selfies with everyone in the room. Such a nice guy. Like he, I, would lo- I, I would love to be. I would love to be um, Ian Wright. He just yeah. He just seemed like he's just so bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> I can deep. You could probably say like he's my uncle from <laughs> from like <laughs> London. Like yeah. Nah. He does. He does do like yeah. He is a cool guy from TV and when I watch like his shows on YouTube or. When he's like a guest appearance, he's funny. You should do an illustration of him. It seems like if if you do an illustration of him, he'll at least share it. Like he's he's very good with mm-hmm. that sort of stuff with the art community. Uh, yeah, you should definitely like you should definitely contact him or do something for him yeah. or with him. Yeah. <laughs> and see where it goes. You should like like that Scott thing. You never know. Like you, you might like get freelance work from it. You might keep you might he might keep you in mm. his brain, and then something might happen down the line. Yeah. I think that's. Um, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a cool story that you've got Alex like Scott and, and then giving you freelance work. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that is it's it's good. It's good. It's just literally like even the Ian Wright thing is literally like so much. I've always thought of doing a piece of like Ian Wright, but then something happens. Like I've got another idea, and then another. Just like there's so much going on in my head. It's like it's so hard to literally like focus on one thing and then I focus on something and then I focus on another thing. So it's like ah, my head's just scrambles sometimes. <laughs> how do you get how do you get over the scramble? Uh, what, what, how do you choose the direction? Oh, how do I? That's a good question. I literally. How do I? I would literally just like, I would literally be like, okay, no, I'm gonna finish off this one. If I started something, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish off, and then when I finish off the piece, I will literally go on to the next piece, and then sometimes I actually forget about the next piece because then there's another idea that comes in my head. But I just, I just don't know how to get rid of it. I'm, I'm just literally, I just go with the flow, and then what? When my mind or when my heart tells me to stop. I feel like I just I just stop, but it's literally just hard. Like my brain is just all over the place sometimes. Um, but yeah, sometimes I like I'm just gonna watch 
I'm just going to watch um, TV or just literally, let me just play a bit of FIFA and then that calm down. That just literally calms down things and then I'll get back on it. Um, yeah, there's literally, when it comes to like um, designing, it's just literally just always a lot of ideas. Like I get a lot of ideas in my head. Like I could be, I could be like reading a book and then just like something pops up and I should be literally just visioning the storytelling from this book but it's just mm. like it's literally a lot it's a lot how, is it just a natural thing you've got because that's just something that i think a lot of creatives struggle with actually is coming up with ideas and, and how to visualize the story yeah i think it? yeah i feel to me i do feel like it's a natural thing because like um like where I get like ideas and things like that is obviously like I'll go on like um Instagram or Pinterest or even sometimes it could be literally like outside or literally like I got like a I got like a few books um um that's not that's not really into like um not really like sports related but it's like a design book it's like art directions mm. and art directors whatever so I literally like um go through the and then that's how literally like I I get my ideas, but it's just literally it's crazy how like it's just literally like so crazy how um when it comes to like getting ideas and stuff because yeah sometimes I could be I don't have ideas but then once I literally go on like Instagram or whatever then an idea would literally just pop up and it's literally trying to like um trying to put it down on paper and literally I think like it's easy to get the ideas but I feel like it's more challenging when you put it down on paper and try and create something because things are like it might work well like the compositions or literally the layout might work well and then sometimes it might not like you might have to scrap certain things and re-over mm. and do over again kind of thing um yeah so but yeah, it's like it's always a good and a bad um, with like getting ideas, um, things like that. I feel most when it's like client work, it's a good. Sometimes it's good and bad because when it's client work, they know what they want. So they will be like, "We want this," and they give me like reference and ideas and stuff like that, which is okay. And then there's sometimes like say if you wanted to add a bit of like if you wanted to add your, if you wanted to be free with it or if you wanted to add a bit of what you want in it, you, it might work, it might not. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a bit of a 50, 50-50, I suppose. But no, it's, it's, it's good. How, how do you keep track of all your notes? Like, do, do you have a, do you, do you write down all your ideas or like, how do you keep track of your ideas? <clears throat> how, I literally, if it's a client, I use, my phone I need to like voice note everything I record yeah. everyone's conversation and then from there I would literally literally go back on it and then I'll jot down a few notes on my notepad um that's literally like the main thing um nice. but for me yeah I would literally just get a, I always have my um oh, so I don't have it with me but I always have my like I call it the little black book yeah. I always have my <laughs> I always have a little black book and I just literally scribble whatever like ideas and stuff what I want to do and then I just literally the place as a brainstorm and whatever is literally just is a lot of things going in that little black book but 
Nice. I feel like if ever, if ever, if anything happens to me, I could literally sell that for millions if I, if I literally like <laughs> be a celeb or whatever. But yeah, it's literally like from that. It's yeah, I just get a black book and my little black book and just write jot down things. And then if it's like something else, if it's like a client or if it's a call, then I have to voice record because I can't, I can't like jot down whilst like listening. Cause it's so hard for me to. I'll be like, okay, wait, what was that? And I'm all focused on what yeah. they're saying. But if I literally record it and then, okay, cool, I got the whole thing. All I have to do now is just literally go back onto it and then just listen and then write down notes. I always feel that's easy for me. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice. Yeah, yeah. There's been a couple of meetings which I wish I'd done that. Like, mm. so the best, the most memorable meetings and like conversations I've had. I've been, there was two when I was pretty, had a few drinks, pretty drunk. And then I just, ideas, the ideas that they kind of came across in the meetings just seem, seem to be like the best ideas I've ever heard. Um, mm. And then I've, I've written them down like on my phone and the next day you sort of try and work it out what it was. But mm. I just, so yeah, voice, voice notes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the way to go. If you're, if but you're, do you know what? If you, if you use that, just be aware they might actually look at you different because they'll be like, why is this person like um, um voice note, like voice recording our conversation work? But I'm like, it's no, no, it's not for anyone. It's literally for me. It's my purpose cause, uh, because I have to literally like record um what you're saying and then go back onto it. um. But yeah, there's like, it's like, oh. But if you literally tell them beforehand, they'll be like, oh, okay, whatever. I think most um, people understand that, especially clients. Yeah. 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 But how, what What about you? What do you, how do you like um get ideas out or how do you get ideas? Yeah. What's your... I think most, to be honest, most of them come, most of the best ideas come to me when I'm just about to fall asleep. I'm not sure Is why. It? Like it's like, I'm just trying to think about, I think it's because I'm thinking about tomorrow. I'm thinking about mm. what I have to do. Um, and think about my to-do list and then ideas like start slowly coming up and it's really strange so like mm. I made this I made a design for a yearbook um, the sorry yearbook this year uh, and like a nice nice sort of social like graphic which which um, is like to be typically traditional like sports graphic like with players comp- composed in around the stadium and that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, and I was like I was falling asleep the other night and I was thinking oh that'd be really nice if we use that again for a, a social graphic so I could no, and then just, you just then you start thinking about the social graphic and how you can make it a little bit different and what players you can use and it's just an endless list endless to-do list that's yeah. constantly in your brain so if you don't yeah if I don't write down, down my notes and I'll just forget it <laughs> exactly literally that's all I'm always scared of that but you do this before you go to bed before yeah, you go well, yeah. to bed, yeah, you, you start <laughs> that's when the ideas come. Yeah, do you not, do you not think about your to-do list? Like, so, so I, I've, uh, I've got a diary as well, and that's my little black book uh, mm. down here somewhere. And so in this diary, I've got everything to do. I guess that's pretty much what wow. it looks like. Um, nice. So I've got, you know, personal goals, and sometimes I. If I'm really into it, I'll, I'll like tick off times and stuff. But I've got all the podcasts written down in there, um, mm. and yeah, and so, sometimes I'll have like the tasks that I'm working on and a few notes about you know, compositions and maybe even a few sketches. If I'm, I, that's the thing I don't do enough is sketch ideas out. I, I've just got if I've got an idea in my mind, I try and mash it through for a Photoshop, and I, mm. I feel like I need I feel like I need to sketch more. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if a lot of designers feel that way. What about yourself? Do you, do you feel like do you sketch a lot before you do your work, or is it sort of 
the idea comes to you and then you go for it. Yeah, I feel sometimes that a sketch will come um, to mind, but sometimes I literally, like, go for it. Like, say, like, with your to-do list, like, it comes... Because yeah. you say your to-do list is literally before you go bed. Yeah. And literally, my to-do list is more when the... Sh- when I get up from when I get up from uh when I get up from bed early morning, I would literally just go into my computer or go into my little black book and literally jot down so much things and then from there I'm like okay I'm I'm I started my day already I'm going on the computer um and just starting off um doing work um from there so it's like yeah it's like fifty fifty also like on my iPad um. I tend to like, yeah, do like a few sketches and then from sketches, like rough sketching. And then from there, I'll be like, okay, I like this. Now I'm going to try and like finalise it and move on to like the next stage. So I'm literally, yeah, I'm 50-50. I will literally get my hands on, just like, let's get on with it. Or if an idea doesn't come to mind, that's where I literally just doodle and I do like sketches. And then from there, um, yeah. So yeah, I'm just more like yeah, fifty fifty, um, on it really, which is, mm. which is actually yeah, it, it's good, it's good to be honest, because you can have like your mind, because your mind is just like when it's like sketching, it's just like a free form of mind. It's like you don't really think much when I'm like sketching, but when it's like with the just like getting on with it and like you have the do you have the vision, you have the idea, just get on with it. It's just like you're just more focused. Of what you're trying to um, tell, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, this help definitely help flesh out. Uh, like sketching can definitely help flesh out ideas. That's the thing I, I think I'm missing. Like uh, sometimes don't sketch enough, so the idea isn't quite fully baked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But if it's like sometimes I do, sometimes I do feel like I'm losing a bit of sketching because everything now is just digital. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I'm losing the feel of like pencil and paper. And it's literally like scary because I go through like so many of my old sketchbooks like back in the day and I'm like, wow. And then now it's like I just sketch on like an iPad, literally like a <laughs> a um like A4 size, whatever, like iPad. And it's like, damn, it's literally losing touch. I feel like I'm losing touch with it, but. But I see. Yeah, I feel like I should get back into like sketching more on pe- on pencil and paper. Because I just Let's miss that feel. We'll both, we'll both do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make an yeah. agreement. We'll check in in a, in a month's time. <laughs> make sure we both sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's do that. <laughs> let's nice. do that. That would be good. What what was the uh, what was the process for the uh, Chelsea work? Like so, for example, the banner, like the the banner that went around the stands. That was wicked. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's really cool. It must be so, you must be so proud of that one. Oh, uh, yeah. On the day, I literally, when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. But I didn't take a picture of it. I was just so mm. gobsmacked. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm losing the moment here. Well, in my mind, but, like, just to record it, I'm like, oh, my God. And then I was like, I literally had to get um people to, if if they were there, to send me pictures or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, the story behind that was, um, so I was doing... Uh, work for Chelsea of um this is us project where we're literally celebrating um black um players black football players um from Chelsea and um 
one of one of the members, like one of the Chelsea members, um, like obviously saw my work. I wanted to um wanted me to do like um further things with like um uh Chelsea and actually it was um Copper Knighty. Copper Knighty literally like reached out to me and they will do work behalf of um Chelsea and told mm. me oh about this project they wanna do with like women's in football. Um it's like the thirtieth anniversary of Chelsea's women's. Um nothing stops us. So I was like, oh yeah, of of, of course, that like, women's football, like I love it. I am all ears, like I'm ready to go. And I'm literally like from there, yeah, they wanted me to like sketch out. Uh, they wanted me to do like a sketch of like the typho and um adding the managers and it was more as well not only the Chelsea women players but also um grassroots of things as well. So like clubs from different locals and um, from diff- yeah, different local clubs as well has to like be involved as well as just like more of a celebration and um, that kind of thing. So um, at first like, I did, to be honest, I did not know what a typho was, <laughs> but I had to like do a good research. I was like, oh, this is what like. I see it in like Liverpool, these big flags. I see it like in Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh wow, like they want my work to be on a big, massive typho. Um, but now nah, it was literally like it was literally so good. But what I wanted with that work, what I wanted to put out was like just making sure like um, the the grassroots, the grassroots, like like the um, the girls and the the players and women's have more of a it's more focused on them even though it's focused on um Chelsea women but I just want it to be that as more of a um a focal point um as well and it was it was a good day out as well it was it was at Stamford Bridge which was actually crazy as well and yeah that big banner just literally that floating it was yeah it was it was good I can't complain that's like it's one of the biggest experiences I've ever had. I was like, wow, this is this is cool. It was very cool. It yeah, was very cool. Uh, that's a dream project for many uh, for many designers. I think it's wicked. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's some sometimes I feel like wow, this is actually like me doing this. To be honest, um, yeah. So yeah, it, it's crazy. It's so crazy. It's what crazy. was the what was the process behind it like working with them to come up with the ideas and the sketches like so I'm looking at the Instagram post now you've got just the two sketches there and then the final design what was it what was the back and forth like with uh was it were you working with Copper ninety for that one like quite closely with them or were you communicating yeah. with Chelsea or who, who was so it? it was more so it was more um it was more communicating with um Copper ninety and uh. Yeah, it was more communicating with Copper Natty. With me, with the process and stuff, I like to do, like, a few sketches. I don't like to do just one sketch. I like to do, like, two, like, three maximum of um sketches. Mm. And at first, I just thought of, like, let's have, like, a kind of a collage of, like, the players and the fans and just the iconic moments. Um, Like, there's a, um, a the, first, the first woman, like, to score, like, Top goal scorer was um um Judy Noel and she scored like like eighty four goals in like forty eight games. I wanted to put that in there and then obviously the honourable trophies. It was literally like there was a lot that I want to put in into this yeah. one image, and also like um um 
um clubs um clubs badges as well there was literally mm. like hackney laces and there was literally like injury fc these are like kind of like yeah your grassroots or like five sides it was like a nice community um kind of uh project but then i just wanted to be more like just have like more like diverse and more, more structured other fans so the i the first idea was it was good it was a good like play around it's like okay let me get the feel of it and then literally like going on to like the second idea going back and forth with copper nutty they literally like they're so cool like with like the back and forth because sometimes when it comes to the conversation it might be late but it was always like a quick response it's like okay cool let's try this out or let's try that so the the conversation with them was like they were very good they were very smooth it was literally and then from there was literally still a lot of like sketching sketching and then obviously I had um they wanted me to add two extra players so I had like Millie Bright they had Millie Mm. Bright and then I had like Sam Kerr who's like the top goal scorer for them um at the time and then they wanted me to just to fill it even more so adding two players on each side um adding the captain and then also um feeling that Kadisha Backman um as well and then having making sure I have the trophies along yeah. the um banner because yeah like celebrating 30 years and they've they've quite they've literally done a lot they've achieved a lot in that 30 years um and then that literally just like um having just like a community of like people coming together the fans which is like the most important thing as well and then literally like just having elements of like little dots that could be equivalent to fans as well and then also yeah. just like a, a, divide, a diverse of um mixture of like a cultural as well so now nah, it was it was good it was um i would say the only challenging thing was actually getting the size right to put it on the banner because mm-hmm. me it's always just everything just digital that there's nothing you yeah, don't need yeah. to pull it out on like t-shirts or whatever but i think that was the most challenging thing because they will come back to me and say, oh, you need to um, like, embed the links and then the placement's not right and this and that. It was little tweaks, but it was literally actually good to to learn. I think this is where the design design part comes in, like to learn how to actually sort these things out yourself. Mm. Um, and then also, they also like helped me. Um, they also helped me how to do it as well. There was a, um, a guy from Copper Night, his name's... I don't want to get it wrong actually. I think his name's like Dan Dan Levy. He's he's one of the um creators at Copper Nighty. He was helping me. He was giving me advice and helping me out. So yeah, they're they're very helpful on nice. those things as well. So yeah, it was very I loved it. It was very enjoyable and it was like something that's like wow, like this is what I literally grew up on. Like I played against Chelsea when I was like young and now I'm doing work for them. It's literally like I've never thought I would see the day. So it was actually crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's wicked. That's such a oh. cool. That's, it's really good to see the, uh, hear the backstory behind it. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it's amazing, amazing project. I love the way you got the community in there as well at the bottom there and the in the bubble yeah. and then the players coming out of the community i think that's really fucking good to be honest <laughs> Sorry, the, like, <laughs> like like thinking about the like thinking about the layout just like them coming out the community there at the top and the train yeah. like like it, i don't know if that was on purpose or not but the symbolization of the 
professional players and athletes coming out of the community is really mm. smart. But um, yeah, but yeah, no, very, very cool, very cool. Um, oh, thank you. That's all right, it's all right. Uh, and I guess the, the only the other one I want to chat about is the the England murals because that's again like a huge project. Uh, thinking about size. Um, oh my gosh, that yeah. was that was to to be honest, that was my first biggest client. Um, are you talking about the the World Cup? Yeah, the World Cup stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah the World Cup. Oh, that was the the story behind that. I don't know if we have like enough time, but the story behind yeah, yeah. that is actually crazy. Um, so yeah, it was actually at the same time I was doing retail. I was working at Tesco's. And obviously, like, when you're, like, coming out of uni, you want a job, like, straight there and then, you're literally applying, applying, people don't get back to you, they say, unsuccessful. So I was working, like, Tesco's, and then I got this email um, from, like, um, Vivian, um, Vivian Boulder. She was actually, at the time, she was working on Twitter, and she was like, oh, hey, um, just want to, like, just want to know if you're interested or do work for um uh we're doing this um World Cup um World Cup memorial thing um with the England players and like I was wanted to know if he was like, interested and I was like this is probably a, a scam or a spam so I ignored it <laughs> to be honest because I was like this is actually like from Twitter and whatever and then you have to do like your research as well as like who is this person like I don't like I don't want this. <laughs> It's, it's a scam stuff. it's not real yeah it's like it's not real <laughs> i i this is the that's the thing that like, i really hate scammers i really hate like <laughs> these people <clears throat> so i always be careful and then and then she like yeah she was like yeah yeah like she we literally had a conversation and a call or whatever um so yeah with that it was kind of like if i remember it was very like straightforward um doing the illustration of um, nikita paris Mm. Who at the time I think she was I think she was at no she was still at um Man City, and she was like yeah one of um England's biggest players um there and then and yeah I done the the illustration of that and then I didn't at the time yeah she she said that it would be in a, a mural but I, I didn't know it would be like in um um in Piccadilly at the same time. But I haven't gone. I haven't gone to um, Liverpool to actually seen it yet since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need. To, I always said that I'm gonna go and go see it. But uh, yeah, so I done that. But at the same time, it was hard for me because I was working at Tesco's and they were. It was like I'm a part timer, but they were giving me like full time shifts. So when I come home, I'm so tired. I can't do anything. And then when I'm off, these are the only times I could actually um, work on it. Um, mm. And then, so yeah, um, moving um, moving on fast forward, um, yeah, the illustration, yeah, got it done. I was like, oh my gosh. And then she told me that it would be in um, Piccadilly Circus. I was like, wow, this is, wow, this is so big. Like, this is huge. Like, as my first ever, like, big client involving sports. And then um, that day, I literally had to I had to work, and I literally lied to my manager. I was like, "Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm feeling sick. I I thought of the worst, like I'm gonna die, like I need to go to hospital <laughs> just to go to Piccadilly." Um, but anyways, that worked, so I went up there, and then I literally like saw it in like Piccadilly Circus, like the big screen. I was like, "Wow!" It was literally like 
mind blowing. And I remember taking my family out um, to see it with me. And then I remember seeing my mum, my sister was crying. I was like, nah. I was like, Amazing. I don't think Tesco is actually the right thing to me. Like, I think I should just literally full time, just literally um, um, work on what I love doing, what I love doing, which is literally drawing, art, graphic yeah. design, illustration. Yeah. And then literally like from there, I was like, yeah, this is, I'm going to quit, going to quit, um, Tesco, take a break, come back, and then do on this freelancing full time thing, and then from there, I haven't looked back at it since, and I've never regretted it because now I'm just literally love. I love it every day, love it. Amazing. It's always good to make your own money from what you love as well. So, hundred percent, hundred percent. I know, I know. I've been there. I've been there. What did Sainsbury's night shifts when I was younger? So I know, I know, I know <laughs> yeah. how that feels. Um, mm. Know, but you don't well, a... you don't do Sainsbury's anymore, do you? Do you do Sainsbury's or nah? Nah. nah. <laughs> I wish. See? Uh, uh, sometimes I think I, I I should do like just at the weekends or something to get a bit more money. But like yeah, I don't. Nah, I I probably should do some more freelance work instead of doing that. <laughs> yeah, but, I guess uh, I guess it depends on people's situations. I guess. Would you ever like work living... for a football club or like a sports team? Oh, for a sports team. Oh yeah, hell yeah. I, now now. My biggest dream is to do like work for um um Liverpool. Mm. That's one of the biggest um but no, either way, if it's not Liverpool and I'm doing other things for like other clubs, that's like a huge biggest bonus anyways. Um but yeah, I would I would love to. Anything with football, <laughs> I'm literally down. But like full time, I mean, like to stop freelance or like do freelance on the hey. side after yeah. Yeah, I always I've always I've always thought about that like um to be honest and I think I actually would see how it is like try it out cuz I always mm. feel like it's best to try things and never um say no too quickly cuz you never know um but yeah I would I would definitely would want to try it out and work and then if it's not up to and if it's not if I don't like it or if I don't think it's right, then I know I can just literally go back and then and freelancing and just get more creative, get more content out there, which mm. is like yeah. So yeah, nice. I would I would definitely do it. Yeah. Nice, nice stuff. Nice. Nice. So would you? Yeah, go. Sorry. No, it was no. You go. You go. No, yeah, no, go. Sorry, I keep on cutting <laughs> you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Honestly, it's fine. Um, yeah, I was just, I was just gonna wrap it up but that's what i was interested in oh, okay <laughs> your question yeah um, yeah so what, what whose who's work do you, do you are you looking at the right now and really enjoying whose work oh i remember i was literally what i was um listening to like one of your podcasts and i was thinking the same thing as well as like whose work is out there that i like but I like, I don't know. I feel like when I see something I like, I just, um, I'm trying to think. I can't even, I can't even give you a name because I feel like everyone's work that I, that I follow and like on Instagram and stuff is very good. But if it's, I would say, if it's like design, more like, um, generic photos or like, um, photos. I've been looking at uh, what what um artist comes to mind is um 
What's his name? O O D D Designs. I okay. think I think his name is. Or actually, there's another there's another person like who's very good. Mm. I think her name's like um Gemma. Is it? Mm. I just found the uh yeah O Designs. Ode signs yeah. is O O D D E dot signs. <laughs> Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Joel, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. His designs very, are like very, very good. good. I like I like how he is it's like very clean and just like he brings out like colours like pop out. Um also mm. I do like um this girl like design with Gemma. Like she's done like a lot of like client work, but her work is like literally like absolutely uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. when it comes to um that but when it's like illustration um so there's there's literally a few but the one that comes to mind now is um I think his name's like Dury is it oh uh, ah he done like this he does he does like Super Bowl um uh, Super Bowl stuff but I can't, I can't get, Dave, get his name. Not Dave Flanagan. No, 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 not Dave, no. not Dave Flanagan. No. Oh no, my he's god. Just he's just done a super illustration. This is wicked. So so. Good. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. I saw his one with the um the electric. The la- Yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. I was like, oh my god. It's because like, cause I'm inspired because obviously the Super Bowls that come up. So I mm. want to do a Super Bowl piece. I'm still, I'm still doing it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got a week. It's just, it's just taking so long just to do it. It's not. I just want to get it so right, but um, yeah, I can't find his name. But yeah, Davis, Davis, yeah, he's one of them. He, his work is actually like amazing. Not only the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, but like when it comes to digital painting and things like that, is uh, mm-hmm. it's superb. It's it's good. It's very good. But yeah, yeah I say yeah. Oh, the design, um, design with Gemma, Dave, and then there's, but there's other people that's like so talented. It's so crazy. There's a lot of inspirationals out there, especially yeah. you as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> no, for real. No, for real. Literally, there's a lot. I literally see people's work, and then yeah, that's just it. Always gives. I never like have like competition or whatever I always literally challenge myself and just like get my things out there and get it popping like others as well I'm always like I'm always finding like um inspiration as well so it's actually it's actually good good. yeah yeah nice um what what advice do you have to other designers wanting to get these sort of gigs and putting yourself like without putting your words in your mouth I think your one of your biggest traits is the hard work and like the to keep it going, even uh, mm. at, like uh, freelance and stuff. So keep it like, like what, what other advice do you have for uh, for designers? For designers, um, or illustrators, you know, or p- people yeah. trying to do freelance as well. Just yeah, I feel like I feel like creators, um, just um, I would say don't have any doubts if you have like doubts and stuff it kind of holds you back so if there's like something that you really want to do just actually do it and see how it see how it looks see how it feels see just see yeah just see how it yeah just see how it looks see how it feels 
and see what you can do um um next step because I feel like if you doubt on something then you just like throw it away and then you don't come back to it or you throw it away and you're like oh like this is not really working out and then it's like you don't do anything um after that I feel like if you have like doubt then it's like throughout entire most of the time you're just literally not going to do much um really and just yeah just have like a positive mindset like even if it's like sometimes you might have an off day but there's like little things that you can literally feel like okay this is not going my way but maybe I can do this and then come back to it kind of thing I think just having a positive positive mindset and just don't have have any doubt even if someone says oh don't do this do it don't because at the end of the day it's you it's not them um you're the creator you're the one that knows it. you're the experienced one so if you have anything you would like to say just have your little advice pull it out there and then they might they will take it on board and be like yeah she's right or he's right so yeah that's a big one yeah positive mindset I like that that's uh yeah, something that I'm quite self-critical sometimes. So I think that's probably one that I need to take on board a bit more. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's good to be, um, to criticise, like, your work. But then sometimes, like, if you want, if you want to, like, like, feel good about yourself, you'd be like, hey, no. If you want to be confident, it's like, no, I think this is the right way. Like, I should actually... I should go the way that I feel and just be like positive because there's there's people out there like if you're not confident or positive they might just not take you as yeah serious um yeah but if yeah but if anyone wants to like talk to be talk to me about anything mate my DM is literally like free for advice that I can give yeah like okay. it. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you, you would have heard this podcast, uh, this question before. Uh, what's your best purchase under a hundred dollars? Oh my god, everything's over a hundred dollars. Yeah. Or a hundred yeah, pounds. Oh <laughs> my yeah, pounds. god. What's the best thing I've ever purchased? <laughs> under. Does it have to be like um creative or design wise or just anything? No, anything. Anything you want. Okay. Oh, oh, so I bought this book. It's called Contagious. Mm. It's by. Um, have you heard of it? No, I haven't. That's why I was interested okay. in it so much. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's called. Mm. It's called Contagious. It's by. I think his name, Joanne Jonah Berger. Yeah, um, Jonah Berger. I'm just looking it up now. Yeah, Jonah Berger. Yeah. Contagious. Why things catch on. Yeah, so I bought that book. I am not a reading. I am not a reader. I hate reading. But I bought this book, and I was like, wow. It's it's based on more on like marketing. Yeah. So it's like, say this person, he's got like a, a restaurant, and he's literally like charges a hundred dollars for a cheeseburger, like for great marketing, and obviously people's gonna really like consume into that. It's like, why is it a hundred dollars? They wanna go out and eat or whatever, this and that. So, um, yeah, and then yeah, it's just a more of a marketing book, but it's very intri- It's very interesting because it's like it's just the structure of how things literally plan out, the idea behind it. 
So yeah, I've read the literally I've read it probably like I've read it and I'm hoping to like read it again. But I think that's probably the the biggest thing I bought under a hundred a hundred under a hundred pounds because I do not like to read but I was so intrigued <laughs> with this book and uh I literally recommend that book. When it comes to marketing, like marketing your brand, read that book. Read it. I- yeah. So I'm doing, I'm going to be doing 12 books uh, this year, you know, one a month. Um, and I don't read either. I'm pretty bad at reading. So I'm doing audio books. <laughs> mm. um, so I, I, I got through the first audio book, and that's the Emotion by Design one from the Nike guy. I think you'd enjoy that as well. Uh, oh, nice. And, um, yeah, so I'll give it a go. Contagious. Yeah. I'll have a look. Thank you yeah. for the recommendation. <laughs> no, thank you. I think I, I did I did um, read um, Shoe Dog. But yeah, that was yeah. more that was more the life of actually um the owner mm. of um Nike. But the one that you're saying, that would probably be yeah, a good one to read as well. I need to do an Instagram post about I I wrote I made a few notes, I'll just post the a picture of the book and then some notes. Yeah. I think that's what I want to do for each for each one. Um especially as the podcast goes more down sports design. It's gonna be yeah. they're pretty much all gonna be sports related books. Yeah. Or like design related. So you know, um, yeah, you should do it. You should do it. Don't think. I think you should do it. I feel like things like this will literally help, um, like other people, like just like to recommend a good book for like, depending on like what they want to do and mm. stuff like that. Like if they want to go through like marketing, the marketing route of how to brand yourself on, whatever. I always feel like yeah, just like reading. Sometimes you can go online and look at a few articles, but it's just not the same unless you know the background history and then the actual story and why. So, yeah. Yeah, I need to, uh, I need to pick up a few more books. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, well, this is this has been a good chat. I mean, it's been great. The thing is with these podcasts, it's, been, it's good to know the person behind the work. And I think I feel like I've accomplished that on this one. So I appreciate uh, appreciate having a chat. Oh, and, thank uh, you. Thank, thank you for initially having me. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you for having me because I know... I've literally, literally been like ghosting or ignoring for like two years. But at the time, I was just not confident of doing this. But I'm like, I need to get out of this fear. Like, I need to talk more and, you know, about my work and stuff. I, I just sometimes I just don't feel confident in like talking. I was like, oh, I just like to just show my work and that's it. But no. It wasn't that painful, right? It was very painful. <laughs> <laughs> it was very painful. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was good. It was a good conversation. I'm glad nice. that I done it with you as well. Literally, my first podcast with Mark and the Waffles Creative. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, where can people say hello to you on on Instagram or social media? What's your yeah. handles? Uh, just at Zem Clark on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yeah, and my website is zemclark.com as well. So, yeah, at zemclark with an E. Yeah. Sweet. Nice one.